A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results. And your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to... Another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, Beverly Hills Angels. I am your... Whoa, this is so weird to like not do it's this like with not, Carrie. Well, I was going to say, I feel like Carrie always just like jumps right in with you. And I was like, I, I can't do that. No, you can do that. <laughs> like, I was like sitting here like, I have to wait. <laughs> no, I don't know why I was like, oh, there needs to be an intro because it is a just jump right in. It's just like, well, we're all adjusting to being thrown off. But ladies and gentlemen and they thems with me today is friend of the pod alan morse hi everybody i'm so glad to have you back i'm so happy to be back i'm really really excited to be talking about 
housewives because I feel like I'm never here yeah. to talk about housewives. It's always been like Vanderpump. It's been Vanderpump or like Summer House, right. kind of like the younger generations yes. of the Bravo fam. But now we're getting into the OGs somewhat. So it's good. It's I'm we're so uncharted territory with us. I know this is huge. Um, but we have to talk about the deep end first. Mm-hmm. We do have to talk because, about it. <laughs> so Carrie's brought that up a lot right. on the podcast. And I just have like not I hadn't watched it until we were texting last night. And then I was like, OK, I really need to watch this and like prioritize it. So I turned off the staircase and was like, <laughs> I'm turning on the deep end. And I watched the first two episodes and I have thoughts. I cannot believe that every single person <laughs> in America, every person who has Hulu, isn't talking about this show because it is the craziest thing I have ever seen. I agree. I'm like, I have not heard anyone outside of you and Carrie. And then there are some listeners of the podcast that are watching it and talking about it. But like, it's not reaching cultural phenomenon status. And that doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, it's truly shocking. It's true crime. Mm-hmm. in a way so it feeds the true crime of it all and it also was just like i just can't I, the stuff they get on film i cannot believe that it's so interesting to watch because i feel like it is classic narcissism where like because i'm watching it and i'm like how does she not know how poorly she's coming off like how does she not know that she looks like a psychotic cult leader and it's like, oh, because she literally can't even imagine a world where she comes off not like God, I guess. Yeah, I truly think that she believes in her heart of hearts that she has nothing to hide. <laughs> and that's her. actually incredible. <laughs> and it makes me believe that she has nothing to hide. No, it's like, <laughs> I just think like, it's so it, it's so like vintage true crime TV where like we first started watching TV stuff about cults and we were like, whoa, this is crazy. And there's so like cult stuff is so interesting and there's so much stuff like this in the world that we don't know about and blah, 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 blah. And then it's been a couple years, I feel like, since cult stuff was really like the thing. And so I heard about this and I was like, I'll watch it, but I'm not expecting it to be like the craziest TV show I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the first two because those were the only ones that were out when I got interested in it because I heard Carrie talking about it and I heard like one other person on a podcast talking about it and I was like yeah let's do it I am in <laughs> it's like I, I I'm here to talk about it, I'm but it, talk about it but I'm also speechless and I have no idea what I could possibly add to the conversation because I just for for anyone listening who has not watched it or like thinks they don't want to watch it please please I beg of you watch it it's like yes. there's some upsetting stuff. It is triggering. There's a lot of like heavy things that people talk about. But like her whole thing is like. But in the words of Sheena Shea, <laughs> yeah. get over it. Like in the words of Sheena it. Shea, COVID's not a problem. Be a fighter. And yeah. get over it. Mm-hmm. I like there's one point where it's like one of her conventions and she's like sitting in the, one of the chairs and someone's sitting uh, next to her and she's like. And the, and the girl from the audience that she pulled up is like, you know, I just feel like for so long I've been like I've had one foot in death and like one foot in life. And like, I don't know where I really am. And Teal says something like, well, 
<laughs> she's like, well, if you're sitting here asking me that question, doesn't that kind of answer your question? And the girl's like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then the whole audience applauds. <laughs> I know. It's like what she's saying isn't really that groundbreaking no. or crazy. But these people have like, I guess, never heard anything like that before. It's so fascinating to watch people like, because I feel, at least for me personally, I feel like I'm like, one very 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 close parallel dimension away from being like a teal stan Mm -hmm. and like following her around and like being in her like commune or whatever the fuck totally and i'm not luckily but it's like everybody a lot of people in life have these moments where they're like i need something i'm searching for something like i need something bigger than myself i need to be a part of something whatever and if you're lucky, that ends up being something that's like not super culty, but maybe is like soul cycle. Yeah. <laughs> like something that's like culty, but not, not going to ask you to kill yourself mm-hmm. or tell you to kill yourself like teal. And to watch these people and be like, oh, so these people just happened to find teal at the time where they like really needed something. And they're just like, yeah, she's um, she's, she's different. One. Like she's different. And it's like she is just a white woman who seems to be spouting a lot of like normal spiritual stuff. But like if that's what you need, I hope you don't kill yourself because she tells you to. It's wild because she is so attractive. So that also that is like her eyebrows, which I think are not. Yeah, her eyebrows. She really needs like a grand brow. And her hair and the hair is very like I feel like every shot. It's in lighting where you can tell that it's like, you know, when people dye their hair dark and then it's like red in certain lights. Yeah. I don't mind that. I would love her to just like focus on growing the brows out first and foremost. And then we can like. And then we can figure out what we need. Move on to the rest. I hear Because I think the hair is ultimately incredibly powerful. Oh, yeah. Just you're going to have to like push him off of you. I don't want to push you off, but I have to for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You'll just. You can manhandle him. Otherwise, he'll take control. Do you have something to say? I want to tell you a secret. Oh, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> tony. okay tony come on hey, you got business get down get come down on. tony no boo. no baby oh my god he's crying he has a tear coming out of his eye he's crying oh tony we gotta move you baby oh there you go bye baby bye tony oh good baby boy it's a good place to sit it's a good place to sit honey Okay, yeah, so first and foremost with Teal, I think she'd benefit from no more plucking or strike. overplucking. She could use no, no waxing. Yeah, she should, yeah, make an appointment at Grow strike. them out for a couple weeks. Grow them out. Invest in like a very good brow serum. Mm-hmm. Give it like six to eight weeks oh, yeah. and then see Stunning. where you land. A little lash tint with those beautiful yeah, eyes. Yeah, maybe don't even dye the brows anymore. No, maybe just I like don't let think them so. just like let them live. So, yeah, she's attractive. She's also kind of vacant, which I think allows you to project your own. Exactly. Whatever like, you need her to be. Meaning onto her yeah. and what she's saying. But I also really appreciate how vacant she is. I it's do, inc- too. It's an incredible and it doesn't feel practiced. It's the most compelling thing I've ever seen in my life to she's watch. She's authentically vacant. I'm so upset that you haven't finished because I'm like, die. I- I'm dying to talk about how like everything well, you can actually tell up. me because I've listened to the Gateway podcast. Okay. So I knew I'd like okay. listened to this podcast that came out like years ago about her. So I was in the mix. So I just I thought I was like, OK, I've listened to the podcast. Like, what can this tell me that I uh-huh. don't already know? And then now I'm watching it. And I had known like that she was sort of infamous for mm-hmm. 
like encouraging suicide. <laughs> right. And she had a cult kind of around her that was financing her lifestyle, I uh-huh. suppose, or like followers that helped finance her lifestyle. But I'm going to say something <laughs> controversial. Okay, great. Which is in these first two episodes, <laughs> I don't think Teal is doing anything wrong. You know what? I controversially understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. when I think about the first two episodes. Yeah. So that's just how far. So I'm just basing that opinion on where I am in the docuseries thus far. Right. I do think that she has a (laughs) chokehold on Blake. On poor Blake. That is unhealthy to say the least. Inappropriate. Um, I am worried about Juliana. Yeah. I hear you. But I think that Teal, at this point in the game, is getting a lot of unfair hate. At and this, people don't want to see a girl boss point, winning. At the point you're at, I do <laughs> understand what you're saying. And I do think that there's something going on with her that I think makes people really upset. Is like, somewhere in the middle, I think, is the right answer. Where like, do I think Teal should be like, telling people that like, killing themselves is a reset? I, I don't think that that's great because we don't know that reincarnation is a thing even if teal feels really positive about it yeah i don't know that that's real and i don't love the idea of this woman telling people to like kill themselves because then they'll just like start over in a new life or whatever that's Mm -hmm. not great but i do think something that really upsets people about her is that her relationship to death is not this super westernized fearful scary haunted view of death and i think that really triggers and upsets people and it's easy to say well she tells people to kill themselves and that's like so fucked up because obviously it is and boil it all down to that but from what i've seen so far she hasn't like blatantly told anyone to kill themselves except for that ex-boyfriend who she did tell (laughs) who she did you should kill you say that too (laughs) But that was just like, We're like I, other than the people that she did other, yeah. kill themselves, she hasn't done it. But I kind of understood that because that was more of a lover's quarrel and right. not like a consultation like, for a yourself. person in crisis. Not like a, hey, you seem sad. You should kill yourself. Yeah. So I kind of forgave her that when I was like, what is it going to take to get into a completion process? Like, yeah, I can see you there. Retreat. And then once I saw the people that were going to the completion process retreat, I said, I don't really want to be I a part of this. So. I just yearn for like a one on one time with Well, that'll Teal. cost you $50,000. Okay. Well, start saving. Uh, I guess I need to get a GoFundMe. <laughs> start <girl>. saving. <laughs> um, I will be very interested to talk to you after you watch the next two because where you're at, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Some stuff happens in the next two. I'm with the that- like, investigate the private investigator okay, I'm a, who's a star girl boss i want her on real housewives she's a true googling genius she's amazing and the thing i want to talk about is that in the last episode so she's like gathering all this information i guess and 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 it's like they hired her right basically to be like tell people that we're like safe and effective and not like a cult basically right yeah, they want to prove they hired her to prove the haters wrong so unfortunately it doesn't seem like the haters are wrong and Damn. that is what the pi figures out she's actually pretty magnanimous about it and she's like not just like you're a cult and this is bad she's she tries to, to figure... be really tiptoe around teal but you can't really tiptoe around teal no teal demands teal like, demands honesty. honesty yeah so she did just talk to Teal's ex who confirmed that Teal absolutely said, go kill go yourself. Go kill yourself. 
And she's like, and, the, and, and you watch like, the well, PI, that's you're like, good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's been like hearing all this like good stuff. And then she's like, oh, she's like, don't love that. But I'm going to keep just on the, I'm going to keep working and see what she, I She like, find. in the next episode, she's talking to Blake, I think. And she's like reading all this like doctrine from her teal shit. And it's like all this stuff about like, not having relationships with other people and all this other stuff and she's like asking like 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 so like is this true and he's kind of like i think literally at one point in his response he says like yeah no <laughs> <laughs> like watching them get caught like in the last episode the pi like zooms with teal mm-hmm. to like tell her what she found oh my god and at one point it's like is the last episode? Is it only four it's episodes? Only four, which is damn it, devastating. Okay. I want it to That's, be. A thousand. I thought it was like eight. Episodes. I wanted to run for the rest of my life. Shit. And it's like she says, like, so you know, she's trying to be very like, you know, when I here are the questions I'm trying to answer, and blah blah blah, and she gets to like, is it a cult? And she's like, maybe. And Teal's like, well, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really like where this conversation's going, and I'm. I'm feeling pretty frustrated. And the PI's like, uh huh. <laughs> it's just that you know this is what i found (laughs) (laughs) and you see all the other people sitting around her in the room with like like with their hands on their foreheads just like oh my god what the fuck are we gonna do like realizing that they're being filmed and like that i think teal must have thought she was gonna come out looking good i truly believe that she believed she had nothing to hide and she's so shocked to hear like that anyone would have a negative view of like what she's doing it's insane Sane. But also just the way she makes everything about her, like when she hears like a follower who's suicidal and instead of like worrying about the follower who's suicidal, she's like, well, now everyone's going to be talking about Teal tells people to kill themselves again. <laughs> and it's like, you know, this is a controversy that's come up for you more than once, even once, mm-hmm. but especially more than once. Maybe it's time to examine just, just think a, about what we're doing in the world a little bit just a little the third episode you kind of see someone get waterboarded yeah carrie told me about that about like her drowning technique. the things they get on film i'm like it, it should get like a peabody i'm like it's the craziest stuff i've ever seen on tv and i watch a lot of crazy tv so is she question is she is she taking people's money that work for her and like controlling their That's finances? That's a good question. I don't know about that. I do know in the last episode. Do you care if I spoil? I don't any care of this? if you, you don't. Okay. No, no, no. I don't care because so, I'm sure all the listeners by now have also okay. watched it. If you so don't want to know how it ends, obviously, I'd hope yeah, you yeah, fast yeah. forward. Spoiler alerts, blah, 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 blah. and then you can fast forward. So in the last episode, Blake and his girlfriend leave. <gasps> wow, I know. That's good for him. He needs to leave. It's really just, good just for him. The life it's like his him. only hope is to leave. And it's good for Teal, too. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think she's going to have a really hard time I mean, with assuming it. she, like, experiences life and life lessons in the same way as, like, quote, normal people, yes. But I, I don't think- know that she's going to take the learning opportunity that you or I would take from, like, someone we love, like, walking away from our lives do you know what i mean does he leave her life he's like he goes never to germany with his girlfriend wow. i don't know what their but he's like i'm gonna is. go live my life but now. he's like i'm gonna go live my life with my german wife with my wife yeah so but i think what's interesting is like with teal's philosophy where she's like life it, it's essentially when life gives you lemons make lemonade mm-hmm. if we're like boiling it down sure yeah okay you would think that she would then be like okay this is like a lemon that i'm gonna make lemonade out of but i would 
I would assume that maybe she's like the ultimate betrayal. I let you in my circle and now yes. you've left me As, in her circle. Like her, she goes, it's so amazing. She goes on this whole thing where she's like, it's like everybody is at fault except for her at all times. So course, it's like, yeah. so it's like when Blake leaves, instead of being like, what did I do to foster this insane relationship and then make this person like not want to be here anymore? Like, I don't know, maybe it has something to do with the fact that he's, like, married and you keep having weird sit-downs with his wife being like, I don't trust you. <laughs> Making her, like, channel people's, like, Being, like, like I'm fucking mothers. terrified of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> iconic. When she's, like, when she's, like, okay, you're going to channel this guy's mom. And then she just asks all these, like, leading questions. I was also, She's, like, like is like, it dark in there? And she's, like, yeah. And the guy's, like, <laughs> crying. I was, like, oh, my God. I was, but, like, I could do that. I, I literally could do that. I could do that right That's, now. like, an acting exercise, more or less. Also, like, I just need to take a moment for Amir. And say prayers for America. Prayers up for America's not well. And I think that and I don't whatever things are going to get seeking, better. Yeah, I don't think he's going to find it at Teal Swans retreat. So, but so they so Blake and his girlfriend leave, and then because you know this, so Teal's whole thing is like every therapist I ever had told me like <laughs> you have such a hard time trusting people like trust this person this person's going to stay with you this person's here for you this person's going to take care of you this person's going to support you trust this person trust this person and now you left like that's her attitude about it okay. do you know what i mean it's like i didn't think i should trust this person because i don't trust people but i listened to all my therapists who told me to be more trusting and now he's gone and if only i hadn't listened to my therapists like but she didn't trust him she's a fucking she's the an way idiot she's, she's so she's such a narcissistic idiot it's so fascinating to watch but after they leave she sits everybody down at a table and she's basically like so we're going to have to like formulate some kind of contract to make sure something like this never happens again okay and <laughs> ask that's what i'm saying laura Leaning at the point you're watching more. at the point you're watching it's like okay this is culty and fucked up but like it's not like she's like, like i can stand and honestly i can support a fellow girl boss on her I'm road to success sure you will continue to support tail because that's just like and like, like spiritually you, you i support do. women yeah. and um she needs our support but she's like she literally she's is talking to people down. about having partners and she's basically like you, if you got i don't want to tell you guys you can have partners but like if you're gonna have partners like they basically have to know that like this is the most important thing in your life and they're like totally and then someone's like what about having kids and she's like hmm. <laughs> she's like thinking about it and she's like that's honestly how i feel with like my married friends <laughs> where i'm like and they're like say they're having kids and i go full teal like, hmm. and she like mm. thinks about it and she goes yeah i think we'll probably have to include that you guys can't have children uh, and the women all go yeah I, I i think that's okay with all of us we're not gonna have children wow i like that she instead of learning anything just triples down and goes further Obsessed. into a cult k-hole i wonder what her sign is yeah let's look i need to look it up so okay. she's so like i really <laughs> am worried for t i like don't want her empire to crumble so soon because i do really now want her I to get bigger more. than the pope well, this is the other crazy thing is like so after I finished it yesterday, I Googled her and I was like looking up all this stuff. It's like really hard to find like negative stuff about her on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like still like her the like I feel her like, like Reddit page hasn't had any posts in like five months. Whoa. She posts reaction videos to the Freeform show. And all of the comments on YouTube are positive. That's Danielle Staub vibes. Totally. 
I started shit. watching them. They're actually pretty boring because they're just like her being scripted. And well, being, also like, she's it's the not editing. very reactive. No, in she's general. just like hi. Yeah, so I would say like you're, she's not one for a huge facial. I want to watch her get Botox because I can tell she gets Botox. Yeah. Ju- oh, she's a Gemini. Yeah, that checks oh out. Oh my no god, offense. she was born June sixteenth, nineteen eighty. Oh my god, it's almost her birthday. So <laughs> it was like our birthdays <laughs> were, are within like three weeks of each other. I knew I felt a kinship to my absolute. I knew I queen. felt something chaotic, and I'm an Aries, so I was like, she could be an Aries. Okay, when she Maybe said like she'd been married five times, I was like, that's a lot for being just Not like old. almost thirty eight. It's a lot and married. Yeah, like married the whole gamut of like a relationship. Oh my god. Oh, I just like because I'm curious about the finances of it all, because if you're financially controlling people, then that's very culty. Yeah, I'm not sure about the money aspect of it, because I also don't know, like, how these people are making money. Is she paying them? The Gateway gets into this some more. I think in the Gateway, she was living outside of America for a while, which I was like, okay, that's classic cult behavior. Yeah. I want to say she was living in like Costa Rica or like Central America Yeah, of course. But... I was also really jealous of her Utah compound because it was giving me Yellowstone vibes. Okay, she was in like a condo in like Park City or whatever. And I have a friend whose family has a condo that looked exactly like the one that she was in. So I feel like she must be in the same like... She's around. She's around. Does she know Katie Maloney? Does she know Lala She should be on Salt Lake. She was Salt Lake housewife. Wow. Can you actually imagine that? It would be the only thing that could heal me from they, losing Mary Cosby. Ha- yeah. It's the Replace only Mary Cosby thing. with Teal. And then Whitney and her together. <laughs> I think Lisa Barlow might be into her. Wow. I actually think Lisa Barlow would be the only one that Teal like, couldn't crack. Yeah. Not because Lisa Barlow is so like, anti, but just because she's there's nothing Norman. can break Lisa Barlow. Yeah. And that would be really upsetting for Teal that like someone like Lisa Barlow just like wouldn't get on her page. It is also like concerning when that guy Joe was like, I'm having an issue with the fact that you like don't look up to anyone. And then she was like, basically like, fuck you. I mean, that's again, it's like it's the most classic cult leader stuff on the planet. And like her whole thing when she was like, well, it's like the fact that anyone challenging her she has a problem with is like, uh, Mm -hmm. okay girl like that's not that's not gonna fly and then when she told the story about when she was like well if you wanted to be the fastest runner in the world (laughs) and you met the fastest runner on the planet would you think there was nothing to learn from him because no one was faster than him and he was the fastest runner so he didn't have anyone to learn from i'm like (laughs) touche and the guy's kind of like he's like i don't even know what you just said (laughs) it's like uh, uh, i don't it's like she says the kind of stuff that, like, in the moment, I think for people is like, I literally don't know how to respond. But for me watching it on my TV, I'm like, uh, you can quantify how fast someone runs. There's no quantifying for enlightenment. So that's not the same fucking thing, you dumbass. But she has all these people around her who are just like, oh, my God, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is such a good point. And it's like, but you can't you don't have like record that you're the most enlightened person on the planet. We're just taking your word for it. All like I'm not art. taking the word of the fastest runner on the planet. Like I'm no, seeing that like they see run the fastest mile or whatever the fuck runners do. And I I'm so uh and all the like satanic like so where do her parents say that that didn't happen? I would assume that they say that that didn't happen. 
I found out. Okay. So something I did see on the internet that's really interesting is that I guess that at the, I, I want to be very clear. I read this on like Reddit. I have, n- I did not fact check this. So maybe someone just made this up and I'm totally wrong. So mm-hmm. don't take it with a grain of salt. But I guess that like there was some therapist who was really famous named, I think like Barbara Snow, who was famous for like being really involved in satanic panic and kind of like maybe doing kind of the same thing that teal is doing allegedly where like she's like planting kind of potentially false memories in people's minds about their childhood that are yeah. like really traumatic and like really fucked up and she was teal's therapist yeah and that's the, the therapist that teal like that. credits with being like the person that saved her life mm-hmm. and so it's like uh well if that's the context i'm gonna go ahead and assume that she was not sewn into a corpse as a child oh yeah i forgot or thrown into a pit after being raped. Yeah, I'm just gonna, and it's not that horrible things don't happen to children all the time because they absolutely do. Yeah, and I think, more and I don't than think Teal's like a even li- really a understand. Thousand percent. And I don't think Teal's like a liar, but I don't think I. But I, I, don't I do believe know. in like the satanic panic element and like implanting false memories in people yeah. is like a total. And thing that's like that what she does with do. these people that follow her. Mm-hmm. It's see allegedly again. I have no. I'm like afraid Teal's gonna like find me. No, it's not a thing of like I don't believe these people were abused or whatever. It's not anything like that because again, like I said, horrible stuff happens to children all the time. That being said. I just don't know how sure I am that Teal's account of her own childhood is entirely real. I'm just not sure. I'm Fair just enough. not sure. Because as much as people do do crazy things like leave their children alone with strange men for a weekend because like they're not good parents and they like are naive to what some people do with children. Like, again, that stuff happens all the time. But when she told the story, I, I wasn't, okay, li- I, I wasn't laughing, but I was like, it was so outrageous. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, I would probably go down a strange path in my life had I experienced this in childhood. Mm-hmm. And that's so horrible. And like, it's, I, I, it's, it's truly unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. And then it's time, when, and I was like, but I'm going to take her at her word. And like, if something yeah. else is not true, maybe we'll find out later. And I, as the rest, as I watched the rest, I was like, oh, okay. So I don't necessarily think that she's lying, but I do think there's a potential that she has convinced herself of some things that she's gotten creative. And I think my instinct is that if you're being called to remember these things from your childhood and you're being encouraged to like relive them um, as an adult, mm-hmm. I can see where it would be easy because you're trying to put yourself back in those childhood emotions and feelings. And when you're a child, oftentimes you don't have the words to describe what's going on. Of course. So I understand where as an adult, you would be like it where it's like, I felt like I was being sewn into a corpse becomes I was sewn into a corpse. Archetypal imagery of like, I actually had this experience and like, because you're searching for words that weren't ever there for you yes. and that you can't actually describe because you never had the words no. to describe them. And it's a buried memory. So it's going to be a little bit iffy. Yes. And there's a woman in, I think, the third episode who talks about how, like, her and her siblings or her friends or whatever, like, her parents, like, put them on a grill and, like, turned it on. 
Yeah, wouldn't you be like, where's the... <laughs> One woman was I... saying she got stabbed in the first episode. And <laughs> I was like... It's just like, like a lot. It, it, listen, again, horrible things happen to people and children all the time. People are horribly abused all the time. I'm generally going to believe someone when they tell stories of abuse or their childhood or anything like that because I don't generally think that people have anything to gain. Mm -hmm. I would argue that Teal has something to gain. Well, yeah, she makes money off of it. So that's that's like her livelihood. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, saying a lot of crazy. Am I saying, like, crazy stuff? I don't think so. I feel like I'm saying, like, crazy shit. I don't think you're saying crazy okay. shit. Like, I think, I see. Or I feel like people are going to be, like. People are however they are. <laughs> it really has. Believe, like, I don't, I just feel bad. No, I mean, it, I, I understand what you're saying now. Like, I don't want to discount anyone's no. experience. And, like, for the people that have that follow teal that have like lived through this shit like i'm so sorry but i also don't know if i necessarily trust that teal would be the person to like fix those problems i don't trust that and it's interesting that that seems to be her specialty is like finding when she had it when she was at her um speaking engagement and she's like how many people here are just totally lost in their lives are an absolute mess and they're like at the end of their ropes and then like the Literally whole audience raises like, their raised hand, their hand. Like, mm-hmm. i was like damn <laughs> i was like Ooh. uh she's good she got it figured out yeah but because that's the thing is like i see the merit in preying on really emotionally vulnerable people yeah. obviously that's like what, like what cult, cult leaders do but yeah, at the same time, like I'd be in it just for I wouldn't want to go there and then have her expect that, like, I'm going to uncover some like horrific abuse or molestation that happened in my past. And like, I imagine, too, there's like group psychosis around that, that when totally. like everyone's, everyone's going like, through oh, that. something like that happened to me, too. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting like rewarded in that kind of setting, that's yeah. like an unregulated, like, yeah, psycho. It's really interesting. Therapy. And I feel really badly for all the people that follow her and are so into her who, whether or not their memories of their childhood traumas are real or not, it doesn't matter because you believe that they're real. And if you believe that you went through this horrible thing in childhood, then you're probably not having a great time. You're probably having a hard time. And like, I can feel just as badly for people, even if I don't necessarily know that what they have been told happened is the actual thing that happened or not. Mm -hmm. It's very complicated, but it is the most amazing TV show I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. It it, it is like, uh, I am just, there's one moment in the beginning. So like after she starts getting like not into Blake's wife or girlfriend or whatever, when she's like, this is going to be a problem in the beginning of the last episode, there's like some scene. It's very short. I think it's like her and the girlfriend and they're sitting in a room together and it's like kind of silent. And after a while, Teal just goes, so what's it going to take to get you back to Germany? (laughs) (laughs) And the girl's just like silent. (laughs) I doesn't know what to say. This is the other thing is I'm watching Teal navigate this situation with Blake and Juliana. That's her name, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I just want to reach through the TV and be like, Teal, you're completely going about this 
all wrong. Like the way to go about this. And this is what makes me kind of think that she isn't actually like a cult leader is because I feel like someone who's really, really savvy and hell bent on like keeping their community together would be like reverse engineering the situation Mm -hmm. and be like, I have absolutely no problem. Like, and she kind of did this when he said he was like getting engaged or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I would have thought that she would have been like so supportive from the jump and just had been like overly like, yes, let's get them in and let's do whatever it takes to make them feel good about this and keep them in and be like, I think that to me seems like the more manipulative thing to do. Well, I think she probably can't help herself but let her self-concept and her ego get in the way. Mm -hmm. And so even if in her mind she knows that something like that's the, quote, better approach to, like, keep things the way she wants them, I think something is probably gnawing at her that's like, oh, my God, this person who's obsessed with me and who I keep around because they're obsessed with me is now married to someone else and that means i have to and that means our relationship is going to change and sure there's all this stuff i could do to try and keep this person around and like whatever but i think she was too driven by her just like fear or uh I, i you know i don't know just like the idea of that person not choosing her i think destroyed her mentally and emotionally and just like made her want to set the world on fire and what we see is her attempt at not setting the world on fire which is like still in the last episode she she literally has them all sit around with uh whatever her name is juliana and (laughs) is like i think you have a problem with me and i'm psychic and i'm going to tell you all the things that i think you think of me and then everyone in the circle goes around and says what they think juliana juliana is thinking about to y'all and they're like incredible. And they're work. like, you hate her. You think that she's <laughs> power hungry. You think that she's manipulative with her sexuality. And it's like, uh, I think these are all things you guys think about too. That you like yeah, have compartmentalized and, like, and don't feel like you want to say. And you're just like all projecting it. And then Teal reads off all this stuff. And it's like, okay, so that's how you feel about yourself. But you're all and, and she's literally just sitting there silent the entire time. And she's German at one point. Teal, Teal says something where she's like, I think you see me as an adversary. And she goes, what? means that word (laughs) and the other girl in the circle looks at her and is like an enemy and she's just like oh and doesn't say anything and everybody goes around and is like what do you think she thinks about teal it's amazing and i can't wait for you to finish it and i really need you to finish it i'm gonna finish it today i just am like i'm loving pulling the curtain back on like these unregulated things me too that's like all i want to see because it's like how many of these are there's so many there's so many and why aren't we getting free form series about all of them yeah i need like a weekly i really do that never has a hiatus or breaks like i just need this to be in constant rotation and i need there to be more like journalism about it because there's not a ton about her and all of this stuff online it's negative it's amazing it's so fascinating yeah i guess you'd have to search and like i knew i since i'd listened to that podcast i knew but i guess like if you're just looking on YouTube or whatever, you're kind of like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Yeah. And you, and also I think what's interesting is that people turn to her for their lack of ability to participate in like the United States healthcare system. Totally. And I think that that is like a huge reason that she has been able to be like mm-hmm. ha- for to have like a wider reach. Mm-hmm. And that's also like more of like, 
a systemic problem than like it's so fascinating from every angle because it is like okay but why are these people turning to this kind of person because there are no resources available yeah that are they can't afford therapy yeah where people can have access to like mental health professionals and centers and like all of this stuff like because there is no affordable equitable access people have to turn to fucking teal swan yeah that's an America problem. That's a true America problem. That's an America problem. We have a Teal Swan problem that's actually an America problem. And she's just like a capitalist trying to get her Trying to get her money. And I'm yeah. like, do what you got to do, babe. Like, I love when she was like, what am I going to have to do? Marry a billionaire? And I was like, yes, you should you do that. honestly should. You should and you could. I just feel like if I were the kind of person that could just like completely surround myself with people that were obsessed with me and just championed everything that I did in the way that Teal does and like would feed into this idea that like I am so special and I know things that nobody else in the world knows and i'm more enlightened than like literally anybody in the history of the world i would have that life mm-hmm. if i were the kind of person who could have that life yeah i would just chill kind of and like and let I'd people be, really be obsessed with me choosy and let people get obsessed and, and believe then, that i'm like psychic yeah what makes me also doubt her are not only her eyebrows but her interior decor choices the i was like I can't stand by these Mm -mm. schemes that you have going and it makes me and her Deathly Hallows symbol. Yeah, it makes me doubt a lot of things and her art. I can't say I love it. I want a closer look at her tattoos. She has a lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. I want to see what her tattoos are. But What's I the mud love... she puts in her hair? Is that like an Ayurvedic thing? Oh, I Because I feel it's... like they explained it, but I did, wasn't paying attention. Um, I think it's a type of hair dye. Oh, it's like henna maybe or it's something? Henna. Oh, okay. I'm pretty that's sure what that that's is. what it is. Oh, okay. Because that, that might be the, like a That'll make like the red thing. tint in your oh, hair. Oh, okay. Then I feel bad And it about is more like a clay earlier about her thing. hair. I thought she was just like getting a bad dye job. No, I think okay, it's like henna, like hair dye. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I... It's like literally, I don't even know what else there is to talk about. I want to read her book. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to read it and tell me about it. I'm going to. I'm not going to read it, but I want you to read it and tell me about it. Yeah. I'm very intrigued. I hope that she can like get her shit together and not let this keep her down. (laughs) I'm very curious about what's going to happen with her. I know. Like we need it. We need it to really... I needed to reach its like pinnacle because I don't think this story has like reached its peak yet. It has. And I really feel like we're in the middle of it. And I'm very interested to watch and see if anything happens. I don't know if it will, but. And if she really does the work and she's really, really plugged in, she could figure out a way out of this and be stronger for it. I mean, people like her always do. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want it to just like totally take her out at this stage in the game. I'm surprised she I mean, I'm not I was going to say because her whole thing is like kill yourself. It's a reset. And then I'm like, well, I would assume then she would just kill herself. But her whole thing is like it's all ego for her. So it's like if she kills herself, she doesn't get to stick around and like watch the world mourn her Mm -hmm. and watch the world talk about her all the time. Do you think that she really sees auras and like Um, reads people's thoughts and stuff? No. Or do you think she's just like a white girl who like rode horses? I think she's just like a white girl who like thinks that she like is really like spiritual and like she's like so crazy That's yeah like her with the, with the thing on that. <laughs> she's so crazy i love her she because then i was like okay what's her childhood like and it flashes back to her doing like ballet and like horseback but ride she was a creepy was like, seeming oh. kid I feel like they show these things of her. Her like, little bowl cut was kind of creepy. When she but... always looks in the camera in a way that's like, <sighs> she's like a little bone chilling. Yeah, I mean, I again, was... if she's being sewn into a corpse and I don't know about it, then yeah, I'm she... sure that's probably why she's bone chilling. But she could have been a considering model. Considering I don't know that she was sewn into a corpse, I, I'm I'm curious. 
but uh yeah i just uh i'm very excited to see where this goes Mm -hmm. i can't wait we need more i need more i need part two yeah absolutely can't believe it's only four episodes i know it's really sad actually rude i hate it well, should we get into Beverly Hills? Let's get into Beverly Hills. Okay. I'm so excited. Do you want to do the intro with me that we do for Beverly sure, Hills? Yes. What is it? You go. I listen, but I feel like you'll go, I'm, a I'm Alan and I'll go, I'm Lara. And then we go, and you're listening to Beverly Hells Angels. We both say, and you're listening to Beverly Hells Angels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Go. I'm Alan. I'm Lara. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Beverly. Se- oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, I sexy unique uh, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm Alan. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Sexy Unique Podcast, Beverly Hells Angels. Oh my god, that was really exciting. I'm I am Killed sad it. that Carrie's not here for all the listeners who are gonna be sad that Carrie's not here. But... I know, but you're a really good substitute. I hope so. Yeah. I hope people aren't mad at me for I feel like people are gonna be mad about the stuff I said about James <laughs> I don't think you know no, what? I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. In the words of Sheena, get over it. And once again, in the words of Sheena, yeah, get like, over it. Honestly, what would Sheena in do? In the words of Lala, can we wrap it up? Yeah, please. Yeah. Enough. We're in Ventura County, which is a <laughs> county I didn't expect to be in. <laughs> on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but here we are. That was sh- when I saw that she was like doing the whole beach thing. I was like, was there a Chiron that said Ventura County? Because I was like, what beach is this? Yeah, it was Ventura. Okay, I, I think it's that. like it's either Ventura or like Oxnard. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Right north of Malibu. Okay. Um, I was like, whoa, Garcelle, is she like flipping this house? Like, what's the tea? And then she unveiled her architectural plans through this like beach compound. And I was like, get it get it yeah that's so cool and smart to do it in that area because totally because it's like if you want to buy a house in malibu to flip it's going to be a billion dollars but i bet you could buy a less expensive beach house in ventura flip it and make it cost a lot of money yeah or just like build your dream house and then if anyone wants to sell it in like 40 years it's gonna be like excited crazy expensive i also like seeing ourselves sister yeah, Chantal. Chantal. I le- need more of Garcelle's like whole family. I hope they start rotating I in the know. mix more. I know, me too. She has like a million siblings. Yeah. It was, like, she, I think she's like one of seven. And she's the baby. I love that. Which I love. That's amazing. Too. It's a classic baby troll move to be, to the, be most like, the most beautiful, burning. most successful, most <laughs> yeah. famous, like richest. Like it really is. I'm sure all of her older siblings are like, fuck. I know, and I I get the sense that she's not especially close with any of her siblings. Well, I remember last season they asked they she named all of her siblings and then forgot one of them. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember if it was that episode or later that she revealed that they had had like kind of a falling out. And yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. 
Interesting. You're going to get in trouble, Miss mm-hmm. Bobe. You're going to get trouble with that family of yours. Then we head over to Bistro Jolie. <laughs> okay. I just need to say, well, first, this was so funny to me because have you been to the Glen? No. Okay. So where the is Glen, that? It's where Bistro Jolie is. Okay. And it's like on Beverly Glen, uh, Right, just I want to say south of Mulholland. If I'm getting my direction, okay. Right. It's like it's a little shopping Bel-Air. center. I think te- maybe te- technically like near up there. It's near like Beverly Hills Post Office okay. area. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's like a little shopping center. There's like a Starbucks, and like it's where Eden Sassoon Pilates also is. Okay, and they film. They've filmed there a million times over the course of Beverly Hills because it's like I guess they let them film there, and it's there's the like spot. all sorts of different places. Yeah, but. So they go to Dorit and Erica having this lunch there, and then we finish that scene, and then we cut, and then we go to Kyle and Crystal having lunch, but it's also somewhere else at the Glen. <laughs> I know. I was like, the font of the these restaurants font. looks eerily similar. I was like, were they just filming this on the same day at the same time, and they just like hopped over to one between restaurants, and like, they made so. it seem like it was like different area, different place, like different day and i was like no literally this is like probably two doors down from bistro jolie yeah at the bistro jolie and fabroncini's fabroncini's (laughs) fabroncini's is a is a family favorite of mine i feel like from when i was younger Uh, i wanted to go there it's it's good we gotta go to jolie i was kind of neither here nor there no i I was like okay this is the glens is very safe you you would love it yeah it's really nice okay we're gonna go there we'll go gracious dorit is going for lunch what did she say mother, to the server? She's mother like, Dorit. a very generous poor. <laughs> she goes, wow. I love her. Wow. She's just living in sheer awe at the beauty that reveals itself every day. Because she almost had her life taken from her and now mm-hmm. she just can't believe the beautiful things around her constantly. My thing about Dorit with her trauma competition, I f- it's giving me, it's reminding me of like, do you remember on Orange County when they <laughs> crashed in those sand dunes and Vicky had to be airlifted to the hospital and she'd wore that neck brace. Oh, wait, I mean, I'm kind of remembering this. I feel like when Vicky wore that neck brace, it was like nothing made her happier than when she was wearing that neck brace mm-hmm. because it brought her so much attention and so much pity and so much like love and care. And so I feel like the best time in her life was when she had that neck brace. And I feel like Dorit's robbery is like the Vicky's neck brace for Dorit. Like, of course, she's traumatized and it's horrible and like there's no doubt about it. But you can tell very clearly that she knows that she's the center of attention on the show and she knows she has this storyline and she is just basking mm-hmm. in what that brings to the table. And milking it. Milking it. And being, and I just I love uh. to see that play out me too for a woman in her position me too i'm really happy for her this is huge and i'm happy for us that we get to like see it and i pray that it goes on and on On forever and and on i love the narrative of like i am a changed woman she's like a saint she's like ascended to like very like i'm wide awake vibes Mm -hmm. Katy perry like it's like you can take all my things (laughs) but you will never take what does she say? It's, it's like, you can take my things, but you'll never take what matters or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she like, I was dying in the last episode when she was like, all I could think about were the headlines, mother slain. It's <laughs> like, you're crazy. You're wild for that. I loved that. But, but never stop. Like, 
but never. Please never but please stop. never, ever stop. There's mm-hmm. one moment later in the episode where I think it's after Lois dies. And she's like, having lived through my own trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I like came when she said that. I, I was like, yeah, you have lived through your own trauma, Dorit. We will forever be reminded of Dorit's trauma. And what is trauma... And the experience of going through a trauma, if you can't remind everyone about your trauma and bring it all back to you time after time. She's also wearing like a Jackie Kennedy-esque funeral outfit in Mm -hmm. her confessional with like that headband and the black. Like, it's very like dark. Yeah, she's She's gone very very mourning. Yeah, mourning and a little bit morbid. Yeah. And serious. Yeah. And she's just like a little bit like toned down in general. And she's very like... I'm just obsessed with watching her be this uh, truly a a, a, a a newly awakened woman. That's like it's fascinating to see public figures go through that kind yeah. of thing because Kim K went through like the same thing mm-hmm. essentially. And I remember so well her style shift mm-hmm. because it was like ushered in the like sweatpants Yeezys like bike shorts oh, and oversized so shirts and like no makeup era and that was like very that's influential so I never for about me. That. I yeah, like she went fully like it no, was like so right. sweatpants and like um, not even athleisure, but just like no, loungewear. Like, I can't do it all today. I can't put it all together. I can't yeah, do the and whole just thing. Like you know what? I'm gonna look like my best. Yes. which for her is like you're literally so stunning. But like it's very dressed down. I'm acknowledging what's going on, but it truly, it ushers in a new yeah. opportunity for a public figure to do a full-blown style overhaul yes. and like tie in their whole personal style into the tragedy. And that becomes part of the entertainment yes. that they provide. It's just, it's, it's fascinating. A, it's fascinating. And watching her and you know, she's aware of all of this. It's, just, it's so interesting. I also love how often they play that clip of when Dorit comes over to Kyle's after and describes the whole thing. And Kyle like puts her hands over her head. She's like, no, Dorit, don't say that. Everyone has <laughs> like, a chance to act. that, I die. She like puts her, she's like, no, 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 no. don't say that. <laughs> like. Kyle's it's acting so good. Yeah. I love Kyle's acting. Can't wait for Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Queen, yeah, queen she was cha- she was going Halloween. She was three doing vibes. prep for Halloween three for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, EJ comes in and goes, "You look lonely," and then goes and sits down. And Niswa salads for all. Honestly, yeah, it sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think I I always think I might want a Niswa, and then I'm like. Mm. What stops you? It's like a lot. You know what I mean? It's like, I love a big salad, but a niswa, it's like green beans are hard to eat in a salad. They're long. I don't know that I need, I feel like usually with a niswa, there's tuna and egg. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll take tuna or egg. I don't know that I need both. Also, I think they're usually olives and I'm not a big olive person. It's going to throw a lot lot. of TBDs at your palate. And like, if you're not 100% on board... Mm -hmm. It could be too much TBD. No, I and think I it's a little too that. much for me, mm-hmm. which is sad because I hear that and I go, oh, sounds good. And then I'm like, maybe I just want tuna salad. You know yeah. what I mean? Or maybe yeah. I just want like a hard boiled egg. It's not my go to, but I do appreciate a really good one every mm-hmm. once in a while. I respect that. They're talking about the sad news about Lois and Erica goes, this is going to crush her. <laughs> about <laughs> Rinna. <laughs> Just love her, like, predicting. Rinna is, Joy. like, impossible to crush. Yeah, nothing is going to crush her. Nothing will Rinna. ever crush her. Not the death of Lois, not the death of anybody. Not anything is going to crush her. She's uncrushable. She really is She's uncrushable. truly uncrushable. 
I feel like Erica is really in like a Joker place right now. Mm-hmm. Like she's giving major both Heath Ledger Joker and Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah. She goes between the two. She does. It's she's just in a place of unhinged, scary makeup. She's lost. Laughter. But you know what? I do Murder. think she's going back to some sort of esthetician. So I'm glad that she, she and a little the better, hair yeah. is like the blowouts are absolutely insane. The hair color is popping the fuck off. Yeah, she looks good. She's looking really good. And I'm here for I just know how healing that must feel to be able to get back in the swing of those right. types of things. And so I'm here for Joker fied. Oh, uh, don't EJ. get me wrong. I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving post controversy. EJ just being in such an insane place. It truly does I, not. I, 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 it, makes, it kills me. I love it. It's incredible, and I love that she does not have the self awareness. Like, if I were her, and I'd seemingly maneuvered my way out of this absolute scandal, mm-hmm. relatively unscathed. unscathed, aside from like a bad season of a TV show, <laughs> but I still like got to be on my TV show. Which and ultimately paid. was an amazing season of yeah. a TV show for us. I would be like, let's do whatever to like never bring this back to me. And I'd love to just move on with the conversation not and EJ. do anything that I can to not remind people of the scandal. Not EJ Global. No, she's very Teal Swan in that way. where Always she's, like, brings it back. Well, what about me? Is this She's like, well, I don't have a PJ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorit's like, oh, you don't. <laughs> I'm just like, can you not do that? Like, like, my goodness. I don't think that's a good idea. But she is doing a new thing where she's like overly polite to wait staff. Who, Dorit or Erica? Kind of both, but EJ They do specific. both do that. Yeah. She goes, Erica's like, I'm one of you. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Like when someone sets down her salad. Right. I was and like, like, okay, okay. lady. Say thank you. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a whole thing. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so very Thank you much. so very much. <laughs> she kills me. And then we cut back to the Glen. Ugh. Fabrancini's. To see Crystal and Kyle. This scene, the negotiations that took place. I had the chills. I had the chills. When Crystal just looks at Kyle without blinking and just says, I'm just going to be really clear about this. <laughs> I'm not repeating what she said. <laughs> I was like, okay. This was like, okay. If you're in an acting class and watching two women at the top of their fucking game entering and pulling off the scene of the century. Yeah. Because like Kyle was kind of like wah, wah, Kyle at yes. first. And then crystal centered and dropped it down a notch to uh-huh. drop in and then kyle met her Adjusted. at that exact it's place so true and she's like okay no this is where we're at and they both continued like a 20 minute conversation at that level of just like monotonous staring staring no blinking really clear crystal communication goes, it is not my place to say what was said and kyle goes i think you're gaslighting this situation and she goes i think you need to be very careful with that she goes, I think that. And I was like, and what do you think? And what do you think? Can this go on think? forever? And I think it could have. I loved that. I love this scene because I feel like in their own way, Kyle and Crystal are both their own iteration of like popular girl mm-hmm. that are used to going in and like controlling their the conversation. And you see them seeing that in each other and in being this like, how do we work with this? Like, because I'm not going to let you win, but you're not going to let me win. And so, what, so I guess we're just going to agree to disagree talking until we're done talking. But I just 
I'm uh, Crystal is fascinating to me. I feel like I go so back and forth between like, oh, Crystal's so annoying and she's driving me crazy. And why isn't she bringing more to the table? And why isn't she being more like this? And then she's a stuff where I'm like, oh, there's something so iconic about her. Mm-hmm. And I wish she could just engage with it a little more consistently because she has these iconic moments. But then she also is a little bit flop. And it's hard because I want her – it's like I want her to lean in. She's at her best on a show like this. I do think she's villain. Yes. I think she would and have to And I need to her to be, lean into being more of a bitch. Yeah. I think she has to go villain for like two to three seasons. And then as you rise to the top, yeah. you become the fan favorite icon. Right. Because I, I like – I am driven crazy by the fact that she won't – say what was said I mean, it's but it's also a power move and the whole way move? that she's doing this is incredible it's incredible to watch this yeah. is the thing it's giving very puppy gate where it's like i feel like the reason i love beverly hill so much at least in these recent seasons is because it's so fucking frustrating to me to watch them argue over the things that they argue about mm-hmm. that i can't like get in there and be like no 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 this is what's going on here. This is what's going on here. This is the problem. We're all talking around the problem or we all think the problem is this, but it's actually not this. And it drives me insane, but I'm like addicted to it. I love it. And so like- And it, the minutia of these arguments, which are ultimately about, not like, a big the deal. The words people use and like all this stuff. And like, I just, I'm so frustrated with the way that Crystal's going about this, but it's also so iconic at the same time that she's so, she's so intense about like, it was very dark. That was what she said. She said there was something very dark that was said. Mm-hmm. And then every, she sees everyone freak out about it. And it's like, but I'm not repeating it. And then when everyone's like trying to explain to her, like, Crystal, you can't say something like that because everyone's now going to think that Sutton did something absolutely horrible and unforgivable. So you kind of set us up to need to know what it is. And then she's like, well, I didn't bring it up. And it's like, what? But huh? you did. But you... <laughs> But you did. Maybe you didn't bring it up the rest of the times, but you initially brought it up. Yeah, like you set, you introduced this new evidence to the table and you won't say what it is. And the fact that it was like, she said that it happened before Sutton said the like, I don't see color thing. Right. And it happened in front of Kyle, but it actually happened the day after and Kyle wasn't there. So like, she wouldn't even clarify that she like got the timeline wrong. Well, this is where it's so, it's like, so and was that what it okay, was so this is what i was thinking because tell like me everything because i have some i'll tell you. i have theories too that have been told to me so okay. i'm going to relay some theories as well okay, about what was said that was dark so when we're at the last scene of the episode which we'll get to and they're all talking about it and eventually sutton says like i said this thing about my daughter and her friends in the pool and blah 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 and I remember being like, okay, so is the, is Crystal going to be like, yeah, that was the thing? Or is she going to be like, that's not what I'm talking about? And so then when Sutton says that, Garcelle says something where she's like, that's it? Or like, that's it? Like, that's all it is? Like, that's not that dark, whatever? And Crystal's like, and then Crystal looks at Garcelle and she's like, but did you think that was problematic? And Garcelle's like, no. Mm-hmm. So then Crystal's response to that did make me think that that was what it was. Because yeah. I would assume if she's looking to Garcelle to say, okay, but tell me you don't also, maybe you don't think it's dark, but at least you think it's problematic. And so then I was like, oh my God, if that was really it, Crystal is such a little shit stir. And again, such love it, iconic. Star. But like, 
if that was what it was, and again, I'm not a woman of color, like I'm a white person, but it even seemed like Crystal herself and Crystal herself is now friends with Sutton. So it couldn't have been that bad that she couldn't move past it and not be friends with Sutton. Like yeah. clearly whatever it was, however dark it was, was something that she felt she could move past. So she's like dangling this thing around that she personally wasn't that, couldn't have been that upset about knowing how bad it looks for Sutton, which is a very fun and interesting thing for a housewife to do, which I love. But then on Watch What Happens Live, she said that that wasn't what she was talking oh about. Oh my God, a crystal. So she just, conti- like, it just continues to be this like, like it's driving me crazy i hope they litigate it for 25 it goes on for 20 more episodes and we have a five-part reunion litigating this exact thing where crystal just sits on the couch the whole time and says i'm not gonna say it it's not my place i love it and just rolls her eyes the more people get mad at her she's like that's the best i love that attitude she's great she has a lot of power she really does and i need her to figure out exactly how to wield it because she goes in and out of wielding it in a way i think she's gonna figure it out I feel like what Sutton said. She'll either figure it out or she'll leave the show. Yeah, I know. Which is, but I I think she'll figure it. I want her to stick around. I feel like, I mean, because if it is the pool thing, it's like that's definitely like cringe. Yeah, Sutton said, and it's like okay, and it is along those same lines of like I don't see color. Where it's like okay, what you think that all it's going to take is like for like us to join together and like racism is fixed. Like obviously, whatever. But then Crystal said that that's not what I'm just. Okay, so I'm going to relay a theory that was told to me by a third party. So shout out to my friend David, who I was talking to yesterday, and he was like, this is what my friends and I have been texting about and what we've like come up with as the theory. So he slash they think that Crystal and Sutton and Kyle might have been talking about like another Housewives franchise and they and Sutton had said something problematic or dark about like another housewife in the real Housewives universe. Like maybe a non-white housewife? Maybe or just I was even thinking like maybe they were talking about people in the Bravo universe getting canceled or something and then maybe Sutton said something like I don't think that was like... She's like like, I love Stassi. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But something... They think it was something that Bravo couldn't show because it makes Bravo look bad. It breaks the fourth wall and it makes other Housewives (gasps) look bad. So And Kyle's not going to blow the whistle because you know she she like is bravo queen and a producer and like doesn't want to get in the mix so and crystal's not going to say it because she legally can't say it <gasps> and sutton's just like i pray that no one ever <laughs> says <Sutton>. this because <laughs> but i also don't think whatever she said was probably that bad no. otherwise wow that's so, a isn't really, that really interesting theory and that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. wow much Ugh, to think about. I need them to break the fourth wall. They should just do it at this point. At they this do it point, on girls' trip. It always works. And it's good. It's very effective. Fans love I it. I love when that happens. It's not I like anyone say, sits there and is like, wow, this is real. This is absolutely <laughs> realistic. Shit. It's like there are no cameras there. I also will say that I feel like it's obviously not out of the realm of possibilities that Sutton said something really dark and problematic. Like, it's not that that's like, I don't think that that's possible. Of course that's possible. Mm -hmm. But what was it? (laughs) Like, it's just... uh, If you're going to... 
It's if you're going to talk shit like that, it's like, don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. And I almost feel like maybe Crystal did that and is just refusing to back off mm-hmm. and is holding her ground instead of being just like, for you're right, purposes. I actually didn't say something. Like, it actually wasn't that bad. Or like, or she actually didn't say anything or and I actu- just said anyth- that. Like I, don't, like, I don't know about that, but I feel like whatever it is, I feel like Crystal wrote a check that her ass, Crystal's ass wrote a check that she couldn't. Her mouth wrote a check that, that her, her ass, ass couldn't cash. cash. And the, and she just doesn't want to back down. It, it could be that, too. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm very excited to see anything. how it unfolds. And I feel like some people hate when this happens on Beverly Hills, but I love it. No, I, this is like the kind of drama that I live for same. on the show. Like I know, you and I were on the same page with Puppygate. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Where I was like, you could talk. They could bring this up still to this day. And I would be and so I'd happy. Be riveted. I'd be really excited. Also... Do we think that Lisa could end up coming back to Real Housewives yes, of I Beverly do. Hills? I do. Do we think that she's engineering a comeback with the hiring of Garcelle's son? I think it's highly possible. I'm so here for that. I can't even think about it because if I do and it doesn't happen, I'll be so upset. I know. I would love nothing more. I need it. Come on. Her wheels are always spinning. Her wheels are always spinning. And I feel like she has it planned that like in five years she's going to come back. And these are her steps. You know I what already I mean? can see like the bitches back, like all, all the, like, the kind of like marketing copy Same. and promo. And I also I was saying this yesterday, but like re- like researching more and reading these women's like memoirs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like so in awe of the way that their wheels are always spinning and they are like true business women. Yeah, they are. And it is fascinating and I have the utmost respect for it. I, I it's a you. true hustle. You know who's not a businesswoman? Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Diana is an incredible lady. Diana getting out of her car at Kyle's house, it looked like she had no idea where she was. She didn't. She was like, what? <laughs> I don't know like how Diana Survives. has existed and survived for this long. No. I also noticed that like, I was looking at her face and thinking about the work she's had done. I can't tell what's going on. I feel like she went too far and she now she looks like a seven year old. Like her face looks like a child's face. She looks like she looks like um what she looks like Brandy Glanville as a child. Yeah, there's like her something face. I think something got tweaked in between filming and then the like talking heads. Yeah. Because they've shown her and I think also whoever does her makeup is like a true artist yeah. because when they showed her without makeup, I was like, oh, that? wait, what? I'm obsessed with that stylist, by the way. I want to know more about her. I tr- looked her up on Instagram and she's like private. Or, or Of course. She's either private or not private, but is a really boring she's Instagram giving, like, that has Steph nothing to do. Shepard. Is that I know. the Kardashian girl's and, name? And like Kim K has like a new stylist that also has like straight hair who's really chic and like will this post like a like, trope now. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was hoping that I'd get more of that vibe with this stylist yeah. Instagram and it no, wasn't it's, the case. It's unfortunate. Um, I, I feel like when um when Kyle told the story about Paris's wedding, when she was like, it was so funny. They asked her if, you know, like if she the, her vows or whatever and she was like yas and kyle thought that was so funny that paris said yas and diana like laughed i was like diana doesn't know what yas means no she also like doesn't really care She's about like, oh, that ha, 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 ha. i love kyle <laughs> telling it to her as though she would be like impressed She's like, by I don't care about paris hilton also i'm just constantly shocked by any flashbacks of paris and her husband where i'm like Ew, he's this was what is that about 
I don't know. What is that about? I haven't explored. I haven't watched like Paris. I need to watch it. I I know you told me like it's really good or that I would like it, and I'm sure I would. But like, I'm like I just think back to like the Stavros days and the Paris and Paris (laughs) days. Scary. And then it we've gotten to a place of like Carter. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Never trust a Carter. It's just like really random. It's really random. I don't trust it. He freaks me out. I think it's really weird. Something is but weird. I'm really interested also. Yeah. I got I gotta watch that. I feel like D- Diana's face, like Kathy Hilton also has this thing where did you see Irishman? Some of it. That's all you needed to see. So you know how like <laughs> how they did that like CGI on the faces to make them look like a lot younger or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was actually like pretty good, but then they would like get up from the table and they were still like 80 year old men. So like they had the face of like a 40 year old, but then they moved like old people and mm-hmm. it was kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not really convinced that this person is young anymore. And I feel like Kathy and Diana both share that effect where like they have these really insanely glossy young faces mm-hmm. that look genuinely younger than they are. But then they their like body movements are very like older person. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a very weird uncanny valley like kind of experience i think with diana too it's like she is wearing heels for the first time in a long time so she's awkward in her heels so therefore she it makes her move in like a stilted manner somewhat i I don't want to make fun of her for that that's unfortunate she reveals that she had like a horrific miscarriage which sounds awful i'm still obsessed that she's like breeding into her late 40s i know it's amazing (laughs) it's It's really insane that was really sad and that's and Kyle's the right audience for that because that stuff just makes her. Kyle, Kyle loves a chance to it. react and yes. emote. Yes, she really and Diana's does. giving her that. Totally, I'm glad she chose Kyle for that. Um, Sutton and Garcelle have omakase. Yeah, and Sutton claims that she didn't say anything dark. Yeah, and then we get the flashback of her mentioning like the various races and ethnicities. Two black girls and a Chinese girl. And a, and a redheaded Irish, Irish redhead. And that, I said, is how it should be. It's so white of Sutton for, like, Irish Catholic is, like, diverse to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, amongst white people who are, like, Christian, it's, like, a, redhead a Protestant. Or, like, like that's, like, diverse. So she's, like, two black girls, a Chinese girl, and a redheaded Irish Catholic girl. And I'm, like, yes, diversity. <laughs> Representation. <laughs> Crystal's face when she said that, too, was just, like, uh-huh. Yeah, I okay. was, like... Again, very cringe. Very cringe. Not something you would look material. at your mom and be like, you mom, can't please. really talk like that or like that sentiment's not really like the thing anymore. Yeah. But if that's it, that's just not that bad. Not a fireable I offense. need to find out what it was. I know. Medford. We get, this was a wild interstitial. I cannot believe how seriously the editors took Lois's death with all due love and respect. I didn't expect there to just be like a full breakaway from the action of the episode into just that, which I do think it's like I love taking that moment, but I was just shocked at the turn. Can I say something controversial? Mm-hmm. If you weren't mad at me about the Till Swan stuff, you might be mad at what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Lois seemed like a lovely woman. Don't get me wrong. If anything, I mean this as a compliment because she I don't feel like she was made for TV. She seems like a just normal, a normal nice, mom, lovely mom person. That story about how she escaped that serial killer is like insane. Seems like she had a, a crazy life. She seemed wonderful and lovely. But like as far as parents, mothers, whatever, go on housewives, she was not that iconic. Ooh, I'm sorry. Like, what did she do? Shots fired. She was just no lovable. 
She was lovable and I feel like her presence iconic. on the show warranted this much of a package is what I'm going to say. With yeah. the editing and the date and this note and the music cutting out and the like, of course, it's very sad. It's also like and maybe I, this is my, my bitterness coming out that I'm not proud of, but it's just the reality of who I am at this point in my life where like mm-hmm. I'm 31 and I just lost a parent. Yeah. And so to see the gravity of this 58 year old woman losing her parent, not that she's not allowed to be sad. It's not even her. It's the way the show did it. It's not even her. I was just kind of like, if they'd waited till the end, I think it would have made a little more sense. In the middle of the episode, it was just like, okay. And again, this is my own bitterness coming out. But it also feels like Rinna is such the, like, her closeness and proximity to, like, Andy Cohen of it all is, like, part of what plays into why she gets, like, smack dab in the middle of this moment. sure. It's just, um, again, Lois seems like she was a lovely person mm-hmm. but i don't feel like when they like showed that like slide the like montage of all the stuff she did on the show i was like okay yeah you know what i mean it was just kind of okay. like yeah i see that mm-hmm. her being like i ran a red light and it's like okay haha mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it was just kind of like it's not like um i'm trying to think it's not like a like mama d from dallas or something you know what i mean true or that woman in miami Oh, Mama Elsa. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, those are iconic housewives moms. Mm-hmm. Love Lois. Of course, we can take a moment and acknowledge yeah. her passing, but it was just a little like, I don't know. It was a sobering moment Yeah, that know. felt like might have been better placed elsewhere in the episode. That's, that's how I feel. I love that. Sorry. Kyle, when she FaceTimes, holds her phone so high. <laughs> like all the way up. Constantly like adjusting. Selfie angle, like doing her hair, like. Mm-hmm. Which I get. I relate. Like, I, li- I understand that. I want to look good to too. Fix the fisheye lens for being such a troll yeah. to the face. Yeah. And I understand needing it as far away from your I head understand. as humanly possible and at an upward facing angle. But Kyle takes it to new levels. I agree. It was like intense. She's art pop about That's it. That's the thing. It's like we're following Lois in the death with Lisa and then we're like FaceTiming with everybody else about it. You know what I mean? It was it's jarring. Like, okay. Or put it right before they get on the plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? just a lot. Yeah. And then to go from that to Diana's plane outfit. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still trying to wrap my head around. I want to really like it, but I simply can't. I just can't. Yeah. I can't really wrap my mind around my it. My desire is there. I wonder, do you think Dorit, when Lois died, was like, shit, now I have to share my trauma? I bet she wasn't super happy with the I timing. Think she was, yeah. But... I do think she was excited to share the bad right, news. Right, because she said, having lived through my own trauma. This is when she said, having lived through my own trauma. Like, I understand. She can relate it back to herself. And then she can also, like, announce and do a dramatic reading of the text message and really give it the gravity it deserves because, like, she's also channeling trauma and sadness. <laughs> yeah. So it became an acting opportunity for yeah. her. And, and I think she, she loves She that. rose to the occasion, that's for sure. When they originally were saying Lois passed away i thought they said she was 73 and i was shook because like my (laughs) mom my mom is like 73 (laughs) i was like wait how like what and then they later said like Like 20 minutes later she she was like she was 73 (laughs) no i was like and you're like oh she looked incredibly old for 73 (laughs) but she was 90 she was 93 okay blessings yeah 
It's time to fly. It's time to fly on Diana's plane. Rinna's coming on the trip after all. Very like, um, I watched Scary Island again recently. Mm-hmm. And Bethany goes on that trip right after her dad died. And comes like, it's creepy. It's so creepy. It's, <laughs> it's so creepy. creepy. Her dad just died. <laughs> I wish they'd thrown Kelly. Like, just like, like as though it were a flashback from Beverly Hills. Yeah. They should just start doing, like, connecting the dots between all the different. Because mm-hmm. that was all I could think of. We need an ultimate girls trip, trip with kelly killer and ben simone yeah and just other people filtering in and out yeah i don't think it's i like I loved that rinna went on the trip again as someone who also just lost a parent like would you go on a private jet to punta mita yeah, I if would. your friends asked with my you? friends yeah yeah you bet your ass mm-hmm. especially a private jet if i'm not having it's one thing if i have to go through like lax then probably not but like yeah, I'm all going. you have to do is board the PJ and you're off, and you get to I'm whisk going. away to the Conrad. I was like, "Take yeah, me on this nice. fucking vacation." Sounds good. To read, speaking Spanish. I think she was speaking Spanish and Italian. She's a woman of the world. There was one moment where I was pretty sure that the, she was speaking Italian, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, you're speaking Spanish and Italian." I think I could be wrong, but I think she was going back and forth. International queen shit. Child of the world. Yeah. I'm a child of the world. I'm a child of the world. <laughs> and then they show that picture of her with like the leaning tower of pizza. <laughs> She's an incredible <laughs> world traveler. She's a child of the world. I don't know what you want from me. Um, the ladies all peruse their hotel rooms. They sit down for dinner. I'm and... wearing a little dress. Is that what Erica said? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to wear? I'm going to put on a little dress. I'm wearing a little dress. <laughs> I love the stylist arriving ahead of time to arrange Ugh. all of Diana's really ugly hats. In That's the a rich thing, rich person thing I would really like mm-hmm. to have people just go ahead and like make the hotel room how I want it. Yeah. That's necessary. Sounds incredible. Dorit is late to dinner because and this is another monologue. <laughs> Classic. That PTSD deserves queen. an Emmy nomination. Yeah. She goes, I'm sorry I'm late, ladies. They put me in a ground floor suite, so I just had a lot of security issues. And she has, she says feeling safe is a really hard thing well, for she me. She was like triggered by the fact that there were like people walking outside her room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can just say you don't want to be on the ground floor, girl. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about PTSD. I'm obsessed with also feeling safe, but like uh, same. when it comes to like <laughs> luxury, like I just love like I'm going to feel, I'm going to just feel so much safer in a very high floor preferably a suite it's like a so multi-bedroom funny. suite is like where i feel the being safest. like yeah like that's actually gonna be really healing for me but First if i'm on class, the ground floor i feel very safe it's not gonna work yeah i can kind of relate to that i'm kind of like that oh yeah i'm a little bit princess in the pea i'm a lot princess in the pea actually not like i'm going on like luxury vacations all but the you time like, but you like I'm, a switch the I like hotel things, room i don't know about switch the hotel room i just need i like things to be a certain way i'm very like specific and i'm very of the thing of like the thing of like luxury vacation and not just being like, yeah, that sounds amazing. But being like, yeah, I think that would be really good for me right now. You know what I mean? And just like some bullshit of like, yeah, that's like really what I need. And not just being like, yeah, I want to go on a luxury vacation. No, I love to consider what's <laughs> going to make me feel the safest See? and be like ex- and being like really cozy yeah. and what will make me feel the coziest. Sounds great. And also considering and justifying it by being like, this is going to help my PTSD. Yeah. And, and not like, just like, I want to be cozy. <laughs> I need this right now. This is important. Mm-hmm. I love it. My friend Jocelyn got me like a massage therapist to come to the house and oh do a mas- like a 90 minute massage for me. And the whole day leading up to it, I was in a place of Dorit being like, this is going to be amazing. Like, I really, I need really this. needed this. I really need this. Just, like, looking in the mirror and, like, nodding to myself about it and just feeling, like, mm. just having, like, little shrug moments to myself mm. leading up to it. I need this. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can relate to that. I want everyone to have those moments. Yeah, I do too. Okay, the tea on Crystal that comes out at this dinner. I was gagging. I, well, at first it was like I had two reactions. I was like, ugh, this dumb, like, misogynistic, like, girls and women have, like, specific, like, hierarchical stuff and they're somehow like meaner or whatever than like men and like that's so stupid and like i hate how we taught like queen bees and like all that stuff and then i was like but oh my god crystal's totally that girl <laughs> she totally is that i was like and then i was like yeah but that is crystal though i knew a million <laughs> girls like that it's powerful that. it is powerful it's smart and it's powerful we all got to survive and like yes i agree with you on all those points like I, but at the same time, yeah, I note them and whatever. But that's also what this show is and why it's so fascinating to watch. It's because it's like a deep dive in a, and like it respects the fact that that exists yeah. and like honors that totally. in these kinds of like social situations. It's like there's a reality to it. Yeah. And there are dynamics at play that like do exist among groups of women. And I just love them. Sutton coming for the fucking jugular <laughs> and being like, I heard that she will make friends with the most powerful woman. What did she say? She'll make friends with the most powerful woman she'll, and then she'll ice find out. the most powerful. She'll, she'll she'll make friends with like the alpha female or like the most powerful girl in the group and she'll get and she'll make an effort to get close to them. That was her thing. Uh -huh. It was like she sniffs out the powerful one, Kathy, and then gets really, really close to the powerful one. Mm -hmm. And then is like safe there because she can just like watch the powerful one rain terror on everyone but her. And now that Kathy's gone, it's Diana because she's definitely been doing that with Where the fuck old is Kathy? DJ. Kathy better get her ass back on the show. I know something crazy is going to happen. I think she'll be back because something she was doing happens. all the Paris Hilton stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But like, I think Crystal's also sidled up to Kyle. And I think Kyle mm -hmm. also likes another powerful woman. And mm -hmm. Kyle likes, I think, having like a younger woman around because it makes her very feel younger. Interesting. It's a very interesting dynamic. When Crystal said, words are like a Rorschach, right? <laughs> and Garcelle said, what's a Rorschach? Someone goes, blot test. Crystal goes, I know, I'm using a big word. Sorry. <gasps> Crystal. I, I couldn't. I was like, oh, what? I'm to Garcelle? With the way she fights, too, is like, she's it because it, she doesn't raise her voice. No. It's geez. very like, it's like almost more cutting. It's more cutting because she's not like it's it's like I care. I could care, but I don't. And she's it's very really like arm's length. exactly. It's very like I'm going to point out this thing that you're doing or like I'm going to make fun of you for this thing, but I'm not like that invested in it. And that makes me like cool, cool, because I'm really not that invested. Yeah. Her poised nature. I find that to be one of the most intimidating things about it's really her. effective. Mm -hmm. It's really, really effective. It's well practiced and well yeah. executed. Yeah. Because she's always looking like a million bucks. She's so stunning. She has such amazing style. And the hair is always like... She's so beautiful. I think she's like one of the most beautiful housewives yeah. that's ever and been. Like, and the way she carries herself and stuff is like she's so really elegant. and yeah. like tall and like... Ugh. And then she cares, but she also does not care at all. Yeah. And I'm gutted by when she comes for other people. I couldn't believe when she said that I to could Garcelle. Not. I was like... Because <gasps> I think Garcelle can also... We haven't seen... We have yet to see Garcelle really dish it out to someone. Yeah, and I need it. I think it'll come eventually. Yeah. And I'm, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like maybe happens once or twice over her entire tenure of the show. But it's going to be, be incredible when it happens. Totally. Yeah. I hear you. 
because she's so like measured and has such a good sense of humor that it would seems like Carcel's the kind of person who would take a lot to push her over that. Yes. But she would but go. We'll see it. She'll I go hope, there. I yeah. really hope we do. Um, when someone says something about Crystal being 38 and then Diana's like, yeah, but when you're 48 and Rina's like, and then you're 58. And then Diana goes back and she's like, what does she say when she's like, she goes, I grew a tail from the time I was 38 to 48. She's like, you become a real fox. And when you have a decade of fox field, I've, I've grown a tail. I've grown a tail. (laughs) I was like, like, can you write the book about that? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I need to know what was happening in the 30s. How, when did we? She was, I was what does she mean? Fucking by this? clueless in my 30s, like, and that was a real dig. Yeah, but I'm also like, I need way, I need way, 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 way more. I info. need a lot more information. Erica's starting at this dinner when she <laughs> e. pipes in to be like, ah, uh, now this is uh, this is fascinating to me because uh, this is uh, what you were doing. To me last year, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's like literally not the same thing at all." And she goes, "There are similarities." <laughs> and Garza was like, "No, they're and actually really like, aren't." Okay, like anyway, <laughs> I'm obsessed that everyone is on the same page of moving on. What We're just going not going to indulge Eric? or address this. <laughs> it's best. It's like everyone collectively has silently agreed to just like ignore. It's so funny to watch her in the face of. Sutton who like truly just ignores her and doesn't want anything to do with her and how much that sets her off and how much she has to like pipe in mm-hmm. in a way that's like you're losing your cool she can't let it go you can't let it go losing her cool under the guise of like haha I don't uh, care I'm owning and, and like I'm owning your ass and everyone's gonna be like oh, Erica just owned her ass and everyone was like uh <laughs> like what? they're just like okay so anyways anyways I'm just obsessed with Garcelle being like no it's not I mean like it's not the same thing. It's a totally different situation. <laughs> <laughs> and then Erica goes, oh, there are similarities. <laughs> She's like, well, you win some, you lose some. And then like orders another double tequila on the rocks. <laughs> Erica's really good this season at drinking herself it. into a near coma and then piping up to weigh in on something that has nothing to do with her, realizing she's spoken out of turn and then going back to her comatic It's state. incredible comedy. Yeah. I'm really into it. It's a really good I hope good it happens act. every episode. Same. I love it. I love that Erica also did just say like, she's insinuating that you're racist because none of them would like say it yeah and i like that she was like yeah you don't want people to think you're a racist that and was, I was in, like that was thanks for saying it ej yeah ej said doing the work racism mm-hmm. <laughs> she was doing the work and i also loved when they're talking about it and rena says to Sutton, it's already bad for you <laughs> it's really bad for you sorry it's really bad it's not good for you <laughs> Sutton's like i know <laughs> Sutton's like i know that <laughs> rena like it's not good for you Sorry, it's it's already not good for you. Sorry. Like if Rina <laughs> said that to me, I would flip out. I'd be like, because I feel like she knows, and I would be like, you're right. But I'm also like, is she just goading Sutton on because she kind of doesn't like her that much? Like, yes, I do think that's part of it. But then if you called her out on it, she'd be like, no, it's true. It is bad for her. You know and what I mean? It's true. Yeah. And it's true. It is bad for her. I also love that Sutton can still get so worked up, like starts a conversation out really like well measured. And then by the end, she is, and I'm fucking pissed off. And she's like, and I'm and, and, and I don't like being this mad because I like you. I'm just talking to Chris. <laughs> she's like, like, I like it. you. And it's like, uh. <laughs> we're friends we're friends and i like you and it's like uh, are you are you crystal's sitting at the end of the table like i said staring crystal's a cult leader in this moment i was like 
she's doing like she cult tactics. Yeah, she, she has, has power. power. And she will straight up deny your own reality to your face. To your face. Well, that's why I thought it was so crazy when... So Sutton mentions the pool comment or whatever. And then Crystal seems to confirm that that is what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. When she asked Garcelle, like, do you think that's problematic? Because she doesn't say, like, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, like, but she you also said doesn't something say else. that is exactly what I'm No, she neither confirms nor about. denies, which is a, an iconic move. Yeah. But that made me think, like, okay, that was it. And Crystal just spoke too intensely about it and then doubled down and defended herself and, like, couldn't get out of it and realized that everyone was so mad at her and, like, just didn't want to back down and apologize. And then she went on fucking Watch What Happens Live and said it was something else. I can't. So what was it? I need to know. And I know that Crystal looked Kyle right in the eye and said, I'm just going to be really clear about this. I'm not going to repeat what she said. I love it. It's not my place. And I love leaning into the table and looking at her i'm just gonna be really clear about this i'm not gonna repeat what she said i have chills oh powerful and then leaning back and going well i have to be honest i think you're really gaslighting this situation also kind of like not knowing what gaslighting is fully kyle's kind of knowing like i like her discovering throughout this episode and the way she says it she's like gaslighting gaslighting this situation yes you're gaslighting this situation i'm like that's not how you use that you need to be really careful with what you how you use that term threats and then kyle did a little bit of research she like got on wikipedia she like that's not gaslighting and then later (laughs) by the time they got to punamita they are by the time they're halfway through dinner and then kyle goes and that is gaslighting (laughs) she's like yes she was like i got it i saw it (laughs) i was passed away i love kyle learning i love kyle learning too i recently had a conversation with some of my friends about like who our housewives zodiac signs are Mm -hmm. and i realized that i've been trying to fight the fact that i'm a kyle son for a really long time but it's just the reality i I think that's okay i mean unfortunately maybe this is problematic because she's maybe like a little problematic like i love kyle yeah i love no i and i can't help it i'm from los angeles she's very familiar to me like Mm -hmm. i just like i I just love Kyle. This is your town. Even this is <laughs> this is my town. Even when she does shit that pisses me off, like or like when she was being so weird about a Sutton not being empathetic enough, and like like she when she does stuff I don't like, it's really upsetting to me because I'm like, ugh, I just want to love Kyle without problems. I want to like her too, but I ultimately love that she will go so hard in her Kyle I direction. That. Yeah, it's respectable. And she kind of does know when to back off or, like, retreat. Like, but I love – and I love just her acting opportunities on the show. And she is just a key part of it. I like what she brings to the mix. I do, too. And I like that she feels – I feel like she's come into her own over the course of her time on Housewives. And is like – she seems to be, like, a very, very confident woman – yeah. Like genuinely very confident, yeah. more so than she was in the past. And I, I appreciate that. And too. I think that that's a good thing. Alan, thank you so much for oh, going in with me. I mean, again, like all this is my favorite thing to do in the whole world is talk about this. So again, I'm sorry that Carrie was not here this week and that he was in Miami with his family, but anytime you need me to fill in, I'm here. You'll be back and we'll, you'll have to do an episode like with both of us because I think we're going to start oh. incorporating guests soon. So nothing sounds more amazing to me yeah i would love that that day will come oh incredible i would say tell people where they can find you you can't i love that you can't find me honey and unfortunately what i love about you. sadly you can't but i am here i'm around i love it well 
Love and light. Love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was edited by Ness Smith Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.